0: Five
1: nation. Welcome, 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 all geeks. Welcome to Top Ten. Uh, today is going to be a very special show. It is, how can I say, in celebration of the news Marvel gave us, which is Avengers Infinity War will come out a full week. Uh, be, you know, it'll come out April 27th instead of May 4th, which is amazing news for us because we couldn't wait to get to May. Now we just have to get to April and we can see this movie, which is perfect because it's right around the same time that it would have come out uh, overseas. So you don't get any of those spoilers. We can all kind of see it around the same time. So we don't have to worry about any spoilers. Uh, That lets you know how huge uh, Marvel knows this movie is about to be. But before we get into uh, our top 10 best theories about Avengers infinity war, Allow me to introduce our panel. Leo, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, everybody? Ready to talk some Infinity War? Oh, man, I'm so excited it got moved up a week. It is two days away from my birthday, and this cannot, there cannot be another better birthday present than this. Like, wow, what a great late birthday present. Thank you, Marvel, and thank you, Robert Downey Jr. Absolutely, yes. Thank you, Robert Downey Jr. Indeed, he is the one that pretty much spearheaded uh, the change of date, uh, but before we get into that little tidbit, uh, let's introduce Eric. What's going on, Eric?
2: Hey, hey, everybody. Yes, thank you, Ms. Mr. Downey Jr. We appreciate it, uh, being that I work in the theater, I also truly appreciate it, uh, that way, you know, kids aren't out and make our lives absolutely horrible, but still, uh, totally excited and, uh, I've updated my calendar, and um, let's do it.
1: it. Yeah, I can't even imagine uh, how crazy theaters are going to be. Excuse me, uh, those first two nights, that Thursday and Friday, ticket sales are probably going to be insane. Um, But, Mm -hmm. yes, the joke we were referring to before, before we get into our theories, um, Robbie Downey Jr., was on Twitter going back and forth with the Avengers Twitter page, I believe, or the Marvel Studios Twitter page, Um, pretty much along the lines of uh, the Twitter page inviting Robert Downey Jr. out to, you know, see the movie with some friends. Uh, Well, no, inviting him to see the movie. Then he goes, can I invite some friends? And they're like, sure, Captain America, War Machine. And he was like, oh, thank you. And then he was like, well, can I invite more, like the whole world? (laughs) And then... Marvel was like, yeah, sure. Uh, You know, how about we even move it up? How about we we shoot for April 27th? And the world just went bananas. Uh, To some Mm. people, they're just like, oh, it's just a week. To us, that week was like uh, a billion years. So knowing that we get it a full week ahead of time, uh, it makes it a lot easier to bear than to having to wait, I guess, which would have been that extra week Um, But let's get into our theories and break down what we think will be happening in Avengers Infinity War. Just so everyone knows that's listening, obviously, we are not scoopers, so none of this are spoilers or even remotely close. It is just our opinions. We turn out to be right. just means we're really good at our job. Um, Leo, I'm going to start off with you. What is your theory, what is one of your theories on what will happen in Avengers Infinity War? So I want to start off nice and light and go with the Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit. Um, Simply because we see the Hulkbuster suit in a Wakanda-like atmosphere. Not only that, but we do see Tony in New York activate his latest Mark armor. So there's no way is Tony in it. I doubt he's even going to make it to Wakanda due to what's going on with him over in New York. So I definitely think it's Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster, and he's gonna eventually turn into Hulk and probably destroy the suit, or hopefully leave it and transform into the Hulk. But I could see something like him transforming and destroying it, becoming the Hulk. Um, I I like that theory. Uh, main thing I thought because uh, I I did hear that somewhere else. Uh, main thing that came to my mind was, what's confusing is um. Banner is in New York with Stark. So my question is, how did he get to Wakanda? Um, And um, we see two separate shots. We see a shot of him, what we expect is him in the Hulkbuster armor in Wakanda. Then at the end of the trailer, we see him as the Hulk running with with, uh, all of Wakanda and Cap and and Winter Soldier and uh, Black Panther. So it's like, all right, how far apart are those two scenes? Um, But I really do like the theory. I think that is definitely uh, a possibility um, for, uh, excuse me, Banner to don the the Hulkbuster armor. Uh, Eric, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, I I love it. I I love the idea of him being in the Hulkbuster armor and just kind of the mental picture of him hulking out while in the armor, and it kind of explains. Loading and you see Banner there in full green glory. Um, wow, well, I really need to get caught up because I haven't even seen Thor Ragnarok yet. I thought he was running around with Thor when, but that's just me. Um, I, anything with Bruce Banner th- this has been one of my Dark Horse characters. I love the actor who plays him, and I love how everybody has written him from the beginning. Uh, so more screen time for him, yes. Put him in the in, in the armor, absolutely. You know, um, then, then I'm sure we're going to get the shots of you know him with the HUD overlaid on his face and stuff like that, and I'll get to geek out to that too. So yes, absolutely. All
1: right, Um, so we got Banner and the Hulkbuster armor. Give me a second to write that in. Uh, Banner and the Hulkbuster armor. All right, so, all right, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go with a a heavy one. I'm not going to start light like I usually do. I'm going to go with a very heavy one. Um, Oh, and, Eric, just so you know, because you said you hadn't seen Ragnarok yet, Some of my theories are a 1,000% spoiler of Thor Ragnarok. So if just a heads up if you wanted to move the phone away from your ear while we're doing that or whatever you have to do. I just wanted to put that out there because as you said that, I'm like, wow, yeah, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um, So I just wanted to give you a heads up before I just came out of my mouth and spoiled it for you. I love spoilers. Bring them on. Come on, let's play. All right. Sounds good. All right. My first one is not, though, so you don't have to worry. Um, So I'm going to go super, super, super heavy, and I'm going to go super geeked out with this one. All right. One of my theories is Thanos uses his stones to revive Quicksilver, using him as a bargaining chip to get Wanda to betray her friends and get him the last stone, dot, 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 from Vision's head, um, Leo. I'll go to you. What are your thoughts of my theory? Wow, I actually love that theory, and I was wondering, um, how, like, you know, there's the scene in the trailer where Vision is getting the looks like he's getting the stone removed from his head, but like, how did he get there? Is the big question, and that could be exactly how. So I'm I'm 100% behind that. I definitely have. A, a theory on here um, about Thanos and resurrecting, but we'll get to that once I get to mine. Um, so, yeah. Biggest reason I, I went with this one... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Leo. No, 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 you're fine. I, I definitely agree. I'm, I'm good. Alright. Um, biggest reason why I went with this was because if you watch trailers for Marvel movies, when they show you something it's usually always the complete opposite. Um, Remember how we thought in the Civil War trailer, Bucky was the one who shot uh, Rhodey down, and how it also made it seem like Rhodey was going to die, quite like how Age of Ultron made it seem like Hawkeye was going to die. Like, I mean, we, we saw the man's family. Like, everything you can imagine to set up someone about to die, Age of Ultron gave you for Hawkeye. And remember how he didn't die? So when, when I see that trailer over and over again and I see it seeming like um, I can't Proxima Midnight, I believe is her name, it's taking the stone out of Vision's head, I doubt the Russo brothers make it that easy for us. I doubt it. And then if you saw the Super Bowl spot for Infinity War, you see the team carrying Vision out of what looks like the same area he was in to where the stone looked like it was. It seems like that scene... They take out Proxima Midnight um, before she can remove the stone from Vision's head. So, because Thanos can't get it from his goons, he decides, "How about instead of attacking them from the outside, I attack them from the inside? Bring Wanda, her brother, back. Make her choose between Vision, who she loves, or her brother that she, you know, she's pining to get another, uh, you know, another, you know, more time mm-hmm. with." So that's going to be a really interesting thing, and that's the main reason why. Uh, That was a theory of mine, but Eric, what do you think?
2: Oh, wow, this is um, Thanos. If this comes down like this, this is classic, classic Thanos, and I love this. Playing the heroes against each other, finding the weakness to get the one hero to betray everybody else, uh, golly, that, that gave me shivers when we said it. I, I had heard little bits and pieces about Wanda possibly betraying everyone, but with that explanation, I am all over that. I, I want to see that happen. I want to see that happen on the big screen more than I want to see Lady Death. I mean, that is it right there.
1: And I'll even go a step further and say. um Remember how we all are assuming Infinity War will end on a cliffhanger? What if that's mm-hmm. the cliffhanger it ends on to where mm-hmm. um, you don't know what Wanda's going to do? All you see is her leave with Thanos. Like, you see the Avengers in Wakanda take down the Black Order. Thanos no longer has his army. Um, so, you know, he really has to do it himself. So instead of just wasting all of his energy, um, you know, he attacks him from the inside tells Wanda, listen, look, this is your brother. And she goes to him, she hugs him, she sees that he's real, he's not an illusion or a figment of her imagination. And then Thanos goes, the only way I, you keep him is if you retrieve that stone for me. Um, and, and she just looks over at the team, and not the full team, it's just like Steve, Black Widow, Vision, um, and maybe one other character. And Vision's pleading with her, you know, it's not real, he's trying to trick you. And she just looks at him and says, sorry, and you see the two of them disappear. And then, boom, Mm -hmm. that's how it ends. And it possibly starts with Wanda, you know, using her powers for evil again, but for good reason, to keep her brother alive. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to go, well, that's a huge stretch. I know. That's why these are theories. This is not factual. It's just theories. Um, But, yeah, I I would love to see that. And I I honestly do want to see Infinity War end on cliffhanger mainly because we have to wait a full year to see the uh you know the second uh half of avengers 4 so i think that'd be a really fun way to to end things um but eric i'm going to kick it over to you what is your theory oh wow
2: i'm still trying to get over yours um as a writer, I was just like, oh my god, why didn't I think of that? And I'm going to have to flog myself when this is over for not thinking it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I really wish that they would introduce... My theory is, is that they're going to introduce Adam Warlock. Because he, he's, so, he's so tied to the gauntlet. To, to the Whoa. Whoa. To everything, you know, the whole mythos. I want Adam Warlock on the big screen, finally. Leo, what do you think?
1: Um, I don't know. I kind of think that might be a bit of a stretch. Like, I would want it to happen, but I just feel like they've got so many characters by the bill. I don't know if he would be the first one to be, like, introduced. Maybe later down the line, but I don't know about Infinity War, so I'm going to have to say no. Yeah, I actually think um, it was either James Gunn or maybe the Russo. I think it might have been Kevin Feige that said he will not be uh, in Infinity War, um, which which is good because if you follow the comics, you know Adam Warlock's who defeats Thanos. So yeah. I think it would be too on the nose for a lot of people if you have him show up. And mainly because uh, casual moviegoers don't even know that there's going to be another Infinity Gauntlet. So I mean, I don't think that that stops Adam Warlock from possibly showing up. Ooh, excuse me, before um, Avengers 4. But the main reason why I don't think Adam Warlock will show up in either one of these two movies is because I think James Gunn and Kevin Feige would prefer for him to be introduced in Guardians 3, um, which is the you know is their plan before they put him in any major Avengers film. Because the general, because you'd have to explain too much. Because the last time we saw him, he was still in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd have to explain what he, you know, when he came out, how, you know, how someone kind of got him into the whole idea of, excuse me, um, you know, being this protector or whatever. So it's too much story to go oh, into when you already oh. have. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, my bad. It cut off for a second. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I I got nervous. I'm like, wait, have I been talking this whole time and no one can hear me? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they know uh, how I I feel feel every day. (laughs) I don't think they'll go the Adam Warlock route just yet. I think they'll definitely make us wait at least until Guardians three. Oh, excuse me. All right, um, Leo. What is your theory? Uh, my theory is that Thanos is actually going to kill a lot more people than we think. Um, I think there's a couple of people that I definitely think are going to be on the chopping block. Um, and These can be even theories in themselves, but I think Peter's on the chopping block. I think Cap is on the chopping block. Even mm-hmm. possibly T'Challa if they really want to be comic accurate because he did just snap his fingers and get rid of T'Challa. So possibly yeah. even Black Panther as well. Um, and I think that Yeah, that's just from reading Infinity Gauntlet over and over and over, I think that he could possibly run into Hela, who could in in turn be the MCU version of death herself, and then, boom, he has the power to suddenly kill so many people with the stroke of his hand. Yeah, absolutely. Before I go into responding, we do have a caller. It is my dad. What's going on, dad? Hello, hello, Dad. I thought we had him. Hey, Dad. Hello. <laughs> nope, doesn't seem to be there. I'll get right back to him. Um, all right, but yeah, I listen honestly on my list. Hold on, that threw me off a little bit. I actually have on here, Thanos will kill four Avengers. Um. But I won't get into that because that's for later on who I think he will kill. But as far as your your theory, I agree with you. Uh, this is a guy in the comics who snapped his fingers and half of the galaxy disappeared. So mm-hmm. um, I do not think uh, Thanos will be that powerful. I think um, he'll be very powerful, more powerful than anyone they've they've faced before. But um, you guys got to remember. Remember how watered down Ultron was? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think Thanos
1: oh. will be along those lines. I, I think they won't have him be this OP. Because if you do, it'll be really hard to believe that anybody on this Avengers roster currently can defeat him. So I think if you make him too OP, um, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, I mean, but I have a later theory. Hello? Yep, Dad, you Dad. can hear me. Dad! Dad, you're back. Hear, can, you, <laughs> hey. can
3: you hear me? I have yes, a Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay. Yes, we can. Um, We are doing... I actually
3: was... Go go ahead, Dad. No, I was just actually calling in just to listen, because I like to uh, hear you guys. You guys are real good, plus I'm pumped up for this movie. But go ahead, continue.
1: I think you... um, Let let me just say, I think you'll want to join in on this, Dad. We're doing, since Avengers Infinity War got bumped up a whole week to April 27th we are doing top ten best theories about Avengers Infinity War. So we're just all giving our ideas on series on what we think might happen um, in this movie. So if you hear something and want to chime in, I'm going to leave you on because uh, I don't want to mute you and you think you're talking the whole time and, and you're not. So I'm going to leave you on. And if you have a theory, just let me know and I'll go right back to you.
3: Well, my first theory, and then I'm going to listen for a while, is that I feel that we should all bum rush this movie immediately. Continue. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Um,
1: Back to what we were saying, uh, Leo. Yeah, no, you you can't make Thanos too overpowered, even though uh, only a very few. Um, I brag a little bit because I got to. Um, If you saw the other trailer that came out during Comic-Con, you see Thanos grabbing a moon and throwing the moon at Somebody. I don't know who. I'm going to assume it's Vision because no one else is strong enough to either A, dodge, or B, like withstand Thanos throwing a moon or a planet at them. So he's going to be very powerful. But as far as him snapping and all of existence or half of a galaxy disappearing, I don't see them going that route. But I will agree with you that he will be killing very I, not very, but I'd say at least a handful of Avengers won't make it out of this film. Uh, Eric, what are your thoughts?
2: I totally agree, actually. Um, and and you're right. We're going to get a watered-down version only because, like you said, for the general population to see a guy, you know, snap his fingers and a whole percentage of the galaxy just basically disappears you know, but, oh, here come the Avengers and they kick his butt. Yeah, it's a little hard to wrap your mind around. But I definitely think there's going to be a very high toll, death toll. Uh, in fact, that was one of my rumors that I'll get to in a minute. Um, and I think the, the the Black Guard or whatever they're called in, their name is escaping me, but his, his army, um, Black order. they are... De- Black Order, thank you. They're definitely going to help him reach that uh, high body count and quickly. And the the craziest thing uh, about Thanos is, think about
1: this, guys. This is a guy, even without the Infinity Stones, can go toe-to-toe with the Hulk. Think about how just power-hungry you must be that even though you could take down the Avengers by yourself, you still have, I think there's four in the Black Order four of possibly the most strongest beings just doing your dirty work. Like, Uh Thanos is that cool that, one, he's killing over love, because in the comics he was only killing to impress death. And, two, he has an army when he doesn't even need one. It's just one of those things where it's just like he doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, when he comes out the portal in the trailer, I don't know if a lot of people caught this, when he comes out the portal, he smells the air as if the air is inferior to to what he's used to smelling, like it's just it's so many subtle things about Thanos from the trailer yeah. that I just go, this guy. May, is I, may I,
3: may I say something? Yeah, go ahead,
1: Dad. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
3: just very quickly, I didn't hear the very beginning, so I don't know what you touched on, what you didn't. But um, what people are going to be surprised with that aren't familiar with the story is that uh, Thanos is a straight-up thug from the south side of the universe. And with the gang that he has, <laughs> it's just like straight up crazy. But my question is to you experts, he, if you go by the actual story, I mean, how is that going to be possible to continue his story on? Aren't they going to kill Black Panther?
1: Well, uh, Leo actually brought that up because uh, he did kill Black Panther. Um, but we have to remember they're loosely going off of the comics, very loosely. I mean, Age of Ultron wasn't even based off any form of the comic. Um, So Marvel has a degree of doing that. Things are very loosely tied in uh, to anything. Um, I mean, you can even look at Ant-Man. In the comics, Ant-Man didn't pass on the the title of Ant-Man. It was one of those things to where I believe... um, what you call it? Whatever his name is, uh, Lang. not not Hank Pym. Yes, Scott, Pim. Yeah, Scott, Scott Lang. Lang. He stole he stole the Ant Man costume. Okay. Um, and when he did, uh, I believe that was when uh, Hank Pym became Yellow Jacket, and then that's when Scott Lang took on the the mantle of Ant Man because uh, what you call it? He didn't care anymore. So like the point I'm trying to make is it's very loosely based off of any of the comics. So we don't have to worry about comic accuracy that much. I think if you're a fan of the Infinity Gauntlet comics, you'll see a, futile, a few subtle hints uh, here and there that are, you know, tied to the comic. But outside of that, it's going to be all originality from the Russo brothers.
3: Well, I'm just also, saying because you're you go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. You first, please.
3: No, I was just going to say that you're going to have the purest – that are gonna, you know, question quite a few things in this. I'm almost sure. But then you're gonna have the people who aren't too familiar that just have seen Black Panther, and let's just say, perchance he does get killed off. Well, how are you gonna continue his movies? You killed him off. So now, go ahead.
2: They, I'm sorry, but they have the ultimate McGuffin right in their hand. I mean, it, it's on Thanos's hand. Uh, the, the gauntlet they can bring him back. Um, oh, that's true. Time, that's true. By the by, the time this is all said and done, whoever ends up picking up the gauntlet, you know, whether it be Vision or Here whoever, Adam I mean, Warlock. Possibly Adam Warlock. You know, they're gonna go. I, I will, okay. And bring them back.
1: I will say this: Marvel has been very consistent in this. I, I will go out on a limb and say. I don't believe any of the deaths that we do see in Infinity War, any of them unless it is Cap or uh, start, will be brought back. Think about think about when they kill people off in these Marvel movies so far. They always have a meaning. It's for a purpose. It's not just like, "Oh, just because we promised you guys someone's going to die, here's Spider-Man dead, but you know he's going to be back." I think if they kill any Avengers off in the first in this first Avengers film, it'll be for real. It'll be permanent, and it'll be for a reason. Um, But I'll get into my theory later on who exactly I believe will be biting the bullet. But as far as what you were asking, Dad, um, when it comes to these MCU movies, uh, I haven't really heard purists complain much about it because from Iron Man 1, it has never followed any of the comics consistently. It only very loosely picks up on what they do in the comics and then they just do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I don't uh, think any mm-hmm. comic period 10 years later is looking at it like, man, they still haven't followed the comics? They're just, they're not going to. They don't like that. They like originality. Well, I, I
3: with think, a few
1: clues here and there that touch on what that. I
3: think Iron Man's definitely going to bite the bullet.
1: Yeah, that could be a theory that, that um you know, that, that we get on here. But the theory Leo was referring to was, Sanos, Leo, correct me if I'm wrong. Thanos will kill um, a few Avengers. Was that exactly what your theory was? Just so I'm getting that correct.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: he's gonna kill more than we think. Like more right. than just one or two, more than just three. Like it's gonna be like five to six, I think, of the of all of them. Not just the Avengers, but maybe even a Guardian. I mean, we don't know at this point. Absolutely. Listen, they could they could do a lot with this movie, man. A lot. Um alright, so I'm gonna go with another heavy hitter on mine. Alright, let me see. I wanna get something good. Um Alright, I'll go with this. Oh, okay, perfect. Here we go. Here's my heavy hitter. I couldn't find it. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry it took so long. All right, so for my second theory, I'm going to go with movie opens with Thanos killing all of the Asgardians and having Loki bring him the Tesseract only to betray Loki and kill him right in front of Thor as Loki gives Thor a I'm sorry and one final smile right before Loki dies, once and for all, never to be in a Marvel movie again. That is the theory I'm going with. And also, just to tag along with with my theory, this will be the moment when Thor goes after Thanos in a heat of rage, only to be knocked into the cosmos of space uh, to land on the Milano, like we saw in the the trailer. Um, So I will go to you first, Eric, because uh, I believe Leo accidentally just dropped out. Uh unless I have that mixed up. Eric, you're still here, right? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so Leo accidentally dropped out. Hold on, here goes Leo. Uh hold on. Leo, did you hear all of my theory? No, my bad. I got dropped out on that. So you didn't hear you didn't hear my theory? Not at no. all. Okay, hold on. Let me say it one more time. Uh, Movie opens with Thanos killing all of the Asgardians and having Loki bring him the Tesseract. Only for Thanos to betray Loki and kill him right in front of Thor as Loki gives Thor a final I'm sorry and a goodbye smile right before we see Thanos completely destroy Loki once and for all, that being the last time we see Loki in an MCU film. And then I said I'm going to group that with That's right before Thor rushes to Thanos in a heat of rage, only for Thanos to knock him into the cosmos of space to where he lands on the Milano, which is what we saw. uh, Him landing on the Milano is what we saw in the trailer. Um, But that's the theory I'm going with. I'm going to go to Eric first. Eric, what are your thoughts on that theory?
2: Well, you just shot. You just stole one of my theories. So let me let me erase that <laughs> off my list here. Okay, all right, that's gone Now it's fine. Be that way. <laughs> um, you no, know, I agree totally. I will add this one thing. I would just like. I know we're. Gonna, I know we're saying that that Thanos is not going to be overpowered, but just, just I would love to see Thanos just with one finger, you know, just kind of slap. Thor on the head as he's charging him, and you see Thor launch into the air. You know, kind of like that, like you're saying, when he comes out of the portal and he smells the air, and it's like, oh, no, this isn't for me. You know, I'm too good for this. (laughs) Same thing. Oh, you're an Asgardian? (laughs) Really? Black. And you see him launch off to the Milano. That's what I want to see. But I agree with you totally. Again, we're all predicting a super high death count. And however many survivors from Thor Ragnarok are going to buy it, hard. And that's yep. going to that, be that opening moment where the Russos rip our hearts out because we watch all these people die and Thor just gets pumped out.
1: I mean, we even see in the trailer, there's a part in the trailer where you see Thanos just squeezing Thor's head like a gusher. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that, could be the same, that could be the same scene uh, to where, you know, he's destroying all of the Asgardians. What I'm really interested in, right before I pass it to you, Leo, then I'll pass it to you, Dad. Um, what I'm really interested in is in the trailer when you see Loki walking over all of those bodies that we believe are the Asgardians, we know Valkyrie's in this movie. Um, we don't know to the extent, but where is she when this happens? Where is Hemdale? Um, when this happens and poor Korg. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to have a funny one-liner right before Thanos just rips him to shreds. Um, but yeah, what happens to all these characters right before Thor is just plunged and Banner is with him. I'm sorry. So this must be yeah. when Thanos punches, Thanos must punch Banner so hard he falls into space. I mean, into, into earth um, directly into the Sanctum Sanctorum and he must hit Thor so hard that he slides into the outer rim space. So it, it's going to it's going to start off just I think completely action packed and I think this will be the last time we see Loki in the opening minutes of this uh, of this movie. But Leo, what are your thoughts on the theory? I'm just kind of jealous I didn't think of this theory myself. Like like I was just <laughs> like wow, this is so convincing and so great. Like uh, it would definitely be such an impactful death. That it would get the moviegoers casual and. Leo? Oh, oh wow. Wow. I, I just said a lot. I was just talking to myself, guys. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I think that will be such an impactful death, and it would let casual moviegoers and comic lovers know. Thanos means business. He just took mm-hmm. out the, the uh, villain of the first Avengers movie, two of the original uh, five Avengers, six Avengers, excuse me, and now this guy is on the hunt, going to Earth. I mean, it just—it's gonna—it's gonna just tie together very well if it starts off with Thanos meaning business, and we've been built up by these end credits, like he's got to come come in strong. So I'm definitely supporting that theory. Absolutely. And I could totally see Loki, uh, you know, to try to try to be that good guy that we see him uh, kind of leaning towards in uh, Thor Ragnarok. You can see him kind of offer up to Tesseract, like, listen, let these people, you know, let these Asgardians live. Here's what you're looking for. We mean no harm. And then Thanos is just like, mm, nope, don't buy it. Sorry. And then I don't I don't need to see him like rip his arm through like Loki's chest or anything crazy like that. But just to see Thanos grab Loki and Loki knowing how 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 serious Thanos is, Loki looking at Thor and just giving him one of those Loki smiles and him just saying I'm sorry and then Thor not being able to do anything watches the end of Loki. And then, you know, that would even us fans who are like we know Loki's evil would just be like, man, that kind of hurt a little bit. Um, but Dad, what do you think about that theory? Um,
3: I I could see that, but then once again, like I said, uh, you guys are the purists. What if the what if that is your that that does occur? What if the other people are saying, well, why is he saying he's sorry? What is he sorry for?
1: Well, you would have to. I, I'm saying this theory, assuming you, uh, you know no, I'm the, I'm the saying, casual let's first has seen Thor Ragnarok, because if you've seen Thor oh, Ragnarok, okay, you okay, kind of saw okay his journey of redemption. So you would get him saying he's sorry to Thor, You're right. you right, know, because right, he was right. never the brother. He was never the brother Thor wanted him to be, which was we both get along, we both can have the the power and responsibility of you know ruling Asgard. So you know the moment that they had in Ragnarok, to where he goes you know, I, I give up, Loki. You're just, you're always going to be who you are. I'm always going to be Thor. We just, we can never, you know, we can never come together. And then you kind of saw the look in Loki's face, like that's not really what he wanted, but he's just so used to being who he is, he can't help it. So that's why I say it would be impactful if you've seen the journey of Loki from the first uh, Thor movie all the way to now, you would see yeah, the well. and and, and kind of go, wow, man, even though I hate the guy, dang, you know, he went out like, like a G, like, geez, you know, I was kind of sad to see. So, you know, that that's why I, I added the context of that. And I think even a casual moviegoer would still feel some kind of way about it.
3: So you're telling me that Thanos, who we all know as the Shook Knight of the universe, if he takes out Asgard, that means no more Idris Elba.
1: Well, listen, if I'm Idris Elba, I am desperately looking for any way to stop doing these five-minute Marvel movies. So I, I, I don't uh-huh. think he'd be upset with the idea of that at all.
0: He has been possibly
1: the most underused character ever, even that in his my... own movies, <laughs> He's underused.
3: That's so the I reason why really I brought it up.
1: Yeah, he would be. The, he'd be one of the main people. Just like, thank goodness. Am I dead for real? Yes. All right. Perfect. Let me get out of here. Yeah. So I think he'd be excited. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just think
3: there's. Gonna, I just think there's going to be a lot of people dropping on this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the body count won't be at an all-time high. Crazy thing is, um, and then I'm going to pass it to you, Eric, uh, or or Dad, if you have a theory, I'll pass it to you. But crazy thing is, the movie that takes place right after both of of these Avengers films to start the next phase is Spider-Man. Picture Peter going back to his regular life, knowing that he's just seen the entire galaxy just unfold in a massive war. Like, remember, he's only, like, 16, 17 years old. He'd only been Spider-Man maybe, I think, a few months into, you know, before he had to join Iron Man and fight Cap's team. So just picture, like, the scale that this guy has seen, and now it's just like, all right, all right, kid, go back to being a regular kid, go back to high school. Like, no, I'd never be be able to do that. Yeah, I'd never be able to do that. Are you serious? (laughs) He'll probably have a breakdown like Tony. I would imagine. I would imagine. Um, but, yeah, Dad, did you have a theory that you wanted to uh, to put out there?
3: Uh, no, actually, everything that you guys pretty much have touched on, I was going to actually mention. But I have a question now. Um, would you, the other uh, Avengers movie that's going to be coming out after this one, I mean, where does that, because a lot of it I'm familiar with, a lot of it I'm not, you guys know better than I. where does that leave you after the second one? Who's going to be left over? to continue on the battle, if you will, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Well, you'll see by the end of the fourth movie who's left, um, and you won't get a clear picture on the the fallout of everything, so you see Spider-Man. You'll see the fallout, whether it's something that's mentioned on the news or it's something Peter talks about, um, but you'll get the full fallout in the next couple of movies after that, because I believe after that, will probably be a Doctor Strange 2, will probably be a Black Panther 2. So you'll see the fallout mm-hmm. of everything. But a lot of your questions, uh, a lot of the answers to the question you're asking now will be resolved in the last few minutes of that movie. And then you'll see more on a smaller scale in the next few solo movies that come after. Mm-hmm. So they'll definitely they'll definitely answer a lot of questions. They won't they won't leave people too confused. I I think Avengers 3 leading into 4 will confuse a lot, especially if there's time travel, if there's, you know, half of the galaxy is gone, then people will be like, all right, well, how is the rest of the galaxy going to come back together? So that will confuse general uh, audience goers. But for us who know the material, we'll know how everything kind of reshapes back into form but yeah, the the answers that you're looking for will be in the ending of four, and probably a little bit more in Spider-Man too.
3: Oh, all right, no problem.
1: Um, Eric, what theory are you throwing out there, buddy?
2: Um, the death destruction of the Nova Corps homeworld. Um, Oof. That. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a big one, but again, I mean, not to show that he's overpowered, but that he is, you know, an original gangster, if I can use the term, um, <laughs> and that he's he's badass enough to do that, you know, where they maybe even try to stop him, and he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Gonk and th- then there goes the Nova, the Nova Core home world. Um, I, I would kind of like to see that, just just for sure scale, you know, and, and yeah. the and, and the haughtiness of of Thanos, of yeah, no, I'm not playing your game. There you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, to to fans who have no idea who this character is, that's a perfect way to show everybody how dangerous he is and how powerful he is. Just have him wipe out an entire planet, um, which is what I think he may do with the Nova Corps. Um, mm-hmm. Only reason I'm disagreeing a little bit with you, and this is only a little bit. I honestly feel like he won't be the one that retrieves it from the Nova Core. I feel as though he will either send some of the Black Order or um, the Collector may go and get it for him. Um, actually, wipe that out. I believe the the Black Order will retrieve um, that stone from the Nova Corps for him. So I'm riding with the idea of that. But listen, if that's a scene that happens to where you see him just rip apart the Nova Corps solo by himself, I am a thousand percent with the idea of that. of him destroying an entire planet just to show people how serious he is. Um, But Leo, what are your thoughts on Eric's theory? I actually have that theory on my list myself, so I definitely agree. Um, I think that's what will put the Guardians into the story. I, I mean, I know they already have have it against Thanos, but I think that's just what will put them into work with the Avengers. And he already has his power stone in the trailer, so we know he gets it. Um, but just when he says, I'll do it myself, I can just picture him just wiping out the Asgardians, wiping out – the Nova Corps just going from place to place, just wiping them out, and then going to New York and saying, okay, there's two on Earth, so Black Order go retrieve the other one, and I'm just going to, you know, I feel like Thanos pretty much just got out of bed and went to Earth. Like, I just feel like he just really doesn't even give a fuck. Like, he's just casually there. Like you said, he's sniffing the air. It's low for him. He doesn't care. Thanos is like somebody going to run to the grocery store going to Earth. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like he will wipe out the Nova Corps. I mean, and let's not forget, because a lot of people forget this uh, a lot, Thanos knows who the Avengers are. Remember the whole to challenge them would mean to court death, and he smiled because he loves the idea of death and destruction. He knows exactly who they are, and they've been a consistent. Nuisance to him since the first Avengers film. So, by the time he arrives, yeah, best believe he's not looking to talk. He's not looking to, con- he's not looking to do anything but completely wipe everything and everyone out. So, uh, you know, because a lot of people are thinking, oh, this is the first time Thanos is going to find out who the Avengers are. No, he knows who they are. He knows. He, he has a very good idea who they are. Funny thing is, he just doesn't care. So it's going to be funny for the Avengers to see who Thanos is, because the only people who have seen Thanos and lived to talk about it is Gamora and Nebula. Oh, and Loki, I'm sorry. No, I don't think Loki met him. I think Loki only met his... No, remember, Loki only met his henchmen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think Loki actually spoke to Thanos. Because if you remember Avengers uh, 1, he was talking to... um, I can't remember who that it, character was that was just like the the go between but he never actually car, yeah. like yeah but he never actually spoke to Thanos that was Thanos' uh, that was Thanos's in between whoever that guy was um so the only people who have seen Thanos and lived to talk about it is Gamora and Nebula of the current Avengers uh, Guardians team right now so it's going to be a lot of fun for them to see how powerful he is when he already knows how little power they truly have in comparison to him. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Dad, what were your
0: thoughts?
1: Dad? Hello? Hello? Yes, we what go. were your thoughts? You hear me? Yeah
3: Okay, because I, I couldn't hear you. What did you say now? What was your question?
1: Oh, no. I was just asking you, what were your thoughts?
3: Plus, I'm saying I didn't hear the other part. I don't know if oh, you guys okay. cut me I'm off or.
1: No, I I had you on here. I don't I don't know why you didn't hear. It. Um, I was saying, what, what were your thoughts on Thanos destroying the Nova Core?
3: My thoughts on that is, I have no thoughts because I'm not familiar with that whole portion of it.
1: You remember the the Nova Corps from uh from Guardians when they got the uh, one of the Infinity Stones?
3: Uh, Glenn Close, yes. I
1: believe, was the. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the idea of uh, him just ripping through?
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. I think that's going to happen. I think he's going to handle it. Absolutely, and it's 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 not
1: going to be fun. It's not going to be fun for anyone. Uh, <laughs> but I think, especially it's not, it's, I
2: think, in the Nova Corps. I I think also there's going to be it's going to tie back to the Guardians because remember the one guy at the end of Guardians of the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie the Nova Corps guy who thanked them because he they saved his wife and daughter and well see
1: I actually don't think the Guardians will know about Thanos until
2: Thor lands
1: when Thor lands there I think he's going to tell them again sorry advantage on me I actually saw the Comic Con trailer that gave us a lot more detail, um, he has a conversation with them. Not, not, they don't show the full conversation, but he kind of just tells them he needs to go to Earth. And, um, you know, as they arrive, Thor just goes, what happened here? Um, so when he, says, when he says that, I'm assuming it's when the Black Order has already started to take over New York. Um, and I think that's when the first time the Guardians are going to figure out that uh, Thanos is on the loose. Because remember, Gamora and Nebula want to find them. That's how we leave them in Guardians 2. They want them, like bad. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think what they've been doing in the meantime is looking for Thanos. And Thor gives them their best lead that they've had in a while. Um, Because if you're Nebula and Gamora, you can't necessarily call them. (laughs) I don't think that conversation works as well as many would think. Uh, He feels (laughs) as though they've betrayed him. So that conversation isn't going, yeah, you guys want to come over for dinner? It's definitely going, if I see you guys, I'm probably going to make you guys disappear. So, um, But, yeah, I think the way that the Guardians get involved is by Thor, if I had to take a guess. Again, uh, these trailers, everything's out of context, so I'm only trying to piece things together. But if I had to take my best guess, I would say that's probably how they come together uh, and figure out where Thanos is, is by Thor. All right, um, Leo.
2: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that's very well put. I really, I mean, I, I really like how that all comes together. And, oh, my God, I've got so many freaking chills and goosebumps right now. I can't <laughs> wait for this. I just,
1: Only reason I don't <laughs> think so it will be from the Nova Corps, I just don't think the Nova Corps live long enough to get a transmission out. So that's the only mm-hmm. reason why I don't think the Nova Corps will be how the Guardians figure out that Thanos is out there and looking for his stone. Because um, I don't think anyone's going to be alive to send out a transmission. I think Thanos is going to go right up to where they're keeping it, blow everything up, retrieve it, destroy the planet, <laughs> end of the day. Um, I think that's literally how easy it's about to be for this guy. Um, but, Leo, like said, what theory the are you got for us? Exactly. That's literally how he's going to view it. I'm just taking out the garbage. But, Leo, what, what theory you got for us? Um. My theory, I heard a little bit of chat about it earlier, and I know some of y'all think it might be Tony, but I think Cap is definitely on the chopping block. Um, mm-hmm. The reason being is because I just have this, this scene just already charted out in my mind where, like, somehow, somewhat, Cap is the only person who will be able to fight Thanos, and he puts up with him long enough. I mean, he puts up with him for a decent amount, but I uh, I think Thanos will beat him to death, and maybe not to the point where you know Cap's head comes off or anything, but like he'll beat him so bad that he won't be able to breathe and he'll die. Um, And just because I can see see them fighting, and I can see Cap saying, "I could do this all day," and Thanos saying, "Just exactly who are you?" and then Cap coming back and saying, "I'm just a kid from Brooklyn." it would be the perfect way for him to go out. I like that. I really do. I I, I like that a lot. I'm actually going to go on the flip side of that. I'm going to say it's going to be a scene to where Thanos has just wiped out the Guardian, Strange, Spider-Man, and it's Stark and Cap trying to take down Thanos. And Thanos not really taking either one of them serious. Um, He sends a blast towards Cap who does not have his shield, and Stark bites the bullet for Cap. Um, Stark being someone who feels as though all of this is because of him. Uh, all this death, all this destruction, the Avengers constantly being in, 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 in struggle against forces that they can't comprehend. He feels as though it's his fault. So I see him biting the bullet for Cap, and Cap using that to get the team together You know, to focus, to realize that they're fighting for something even bigger now besides just saving the world. We can't let Tony's death be for nothing. And the reason why I think Tony is going to be the one that bites the bullet is think about the most ultimate way to affect Peter going into Spider-Man 2. Losing his mentor. Losing the guy that's not only been a mentor but like a father to him in the period between Civil War all the way into an Infinity War strike, um, and Peter feeling alone. He doesn't have he doesn't have Tony anymore. Um, I think that that impacts not only just Peter. That impacts Cap going forward. That impacts Natasha. That impacts everybody. Losing Tony, who is like the footnote of what the Avengers are, would a will affect the entire MCU. So I think Cap gets to that point that you're talking about, Leo, where Thanos is just thrashing him and then Thanos looks to send out a final shot, and Tony bites that bullet, and he dies for Cap to show Cap oh, that, wow. you know, their issues have been put to, put to rest, um, and, and Tony dies knowing that he at least uh, did his best to save the, you know, the team and the world. So I think Cap actually makes it. I think if you take anyone out, it would have to be Iron Man. Um, before I go back to you, Leo, for you to give your rebuttal, Eric, what do you think about Leo's theory, and then I guess my counter theory?
2: Oh, I love both of them. Um, Something popped in my head, and Leo's probably going to remember this too, when in the comic, when all the heroes gather to fight Thanos, I think it's Cyclops, that Thanos just took like this clear metal cube on his head, so he can't breathe. I I, I almost would wonder, if, you know, yeah, Cap's going to get beat up pretty bad, but I wonder if the kill shot, if it's Cap, is going to be something like that, where you have that one little moment where you see that cube appear on his head, he can't breathe, and he goes out that way, because Thanos is like, okay, yeah, I've played with you enough, you like, yeah, you're really freaking annoying, you know, kind of like the fly that buzzes around you all the time and then you finally just have enough and and you basically shock and awe the fly just to teach it a lesson. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. I have anger issues, but that, that's another show. Um, <laughs> that's how I see yeah. Cap dying. In regards to Tony, that would definitely... Yes, I think he does see himself as fully responsible for all this, and and to save Cap so that he can go forward and reunify the Avengers, and or even just you know just to save Cap that one last time. I mean, both series are so good and they both have their merit. I I, though I'm leaning because I think. Uh, Evans is done now right I mean contractually he's done he doesn't have any more films well it depends we don't know
1: because it could be we don't know if he's contracted to do 3 and 4 we know he doesn't have anything after that Uh, there's no plans right now for really any of the main uh, Avengers outside of Black Widow after um, Avengers uh, 3 and 4 so, I always tell people when it comes to these, uh, these two movies, don't base it off of contracts only because, remember, uh, Robert Downey Jr. said Iron Man 3 would be the last time we saw him as Stark. And that very uh-huh. quickly changed when Disney uh, bought Marvel and said, all right, well, listen, how does $100 million per film to the next eight films sound? And he was like, wait, what? Okay, yeah, no, I'll be Stark for the next 30 years. So that always can change change at at the sound of a brink truck. So I always say don't go off his contract because he could easily come back uh, by Disney just giving him an insane amount of money. Um, But I do think he's contracted for at least three and four, if that answers your question. Sorry if I went off on a low
2: tangent. No, it's okay. Um, Um, Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, maybe that he, you know, because part of the, even if he stays, what if he does step down and let someone else become Cap? He kind of becomes, like in the comic book, he he becomes the liaison between the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, I know S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not around anymore, but, you know, maybe we see him take on a senior instructor role for the Avengers, and, you know, he's kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi character, who's Training these young Avengers, if someone else steps up and takes over the name Captain America. See, I. Well, go ahead, Leah. Speaking of that, we also kind of overlooked the fact that
1: there is two, not one, but two possible people to pick up the mantle of Captain America, because I know we all harp on about it being Funky, but it could also be Sam Wilson, even though that is less likely of a case. But we have two future possibilities of Cap right on the team. So I feel if Cap was killed off, like, yeah, it would be a meaningful death enough for one of them to pick up the mantle and say, well, now I need to be Cap and uphold the truth and justice that Steve did. Mm-hmm. See, the, the way I feel is I don't want there to be another Cap. Um, honestly, I don't. Uh, I want Falcon to be who he is, and it looks like Bucky might – have a, a role in Black Panther 2, maybe his home is Wakanda and not, uh, and not America. Um, but I don't want there to be another Cap. I want it to be, if Cap is alive and, and steps down, let there be no Captain America. If, if he wants Bucky to use his shield, that's fine, but don't use the name Captain America. Um, and if he dies, I definitely still don't want anyone to take up the mantle of being Captain America. The same way I don't need anyone to like. I don't need Shuri or Peter to be, or even Rhodey to be the new Iron Man of Stark. Died. I I don't. I want those mantles to to mean something more, not just someone stepping into those shoes. Everyone, stay who you are. Let your individuality define you. I don't need you to mm-hmm. be a new Stark or a new Cap. Continue to be the characters that you are, but maybe you're just taking the role of Stark. So, like, let's say. Maybe T'Challa takes the role of Stark to so where he's more so of the leader and, the, uh, you know, the, the money behind the team. I'm fine with mm-hmm. that. But I, don't, I personally, and this is just me personally, don't want anyone to fill those shoes only because what happens if they decide to bring Stark or Cat uh, or back one day? Then it's just it, it's, it's way too convoluted to where it's like, all right, well, now there's two cats. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. And then I don't want you to just be Steve Rogers. Like, no, if you come back, be cat. Um, so just in my opinion, I don't want anyone to fill those shoes. Especially because you haven't really given enough of Falcon. And Bucky is a guy who's famous for killing a lot of people, even though he was obviously brainwashed. He was a murderer in his past life. So you're about to have a murderer be the guy that stands up for truth and justice? I don't like that either. Uh, but Dad, what are your thoughts on the two theories? Nine o'clock. Mm. Hello. I don't think you can hear me. Um. All right, uh, Leo. Did you ever get a rebuttal to what I was saying about uh, Stark? Yeah. Um. I just. I feel like Caps will be a little bit more impactful, like enough to where Tony does. And either way, either either way goes. I feel like whoever ends up dying is going to be the one to unite the Avengers. And for me, I just. I think, it's going to be uh, Tony. See, I need it to be Cat because picture this, picture this, and then I'm going to go to Eric to see which one we're, we're actually going to keep. He'll be the uh, deciding factor on that. Picture after Tony dies, right, like, Thanos disappears. You see the team not only mourning but just feeling like there's nothing that they can do, right? And then Thanos pops up somewhere else, um, and Cat and gives them this huge speech, Uh, And you see all the, you know, all the members from the Guardians, the Avengers, the New Avengers, all lining up against Thanos. And then you just hear Thanos giving this speech about, no one can stop me. I have all the stones, you know, who thinks they can stop me? And then Cap just walks up, and he goes, the Avengers. And then, you know, he goes, but I've killed your leader. You know, what can you guys do? And then you just see Cap stand up, you know, put the shield on his old shield puts his shield on, and just goes, Avengers, assemble. And then you just see this dope action sequence of all the the Avengers and the Guardians taking on Thanos as he's doing different projectiles like Flash or whatever. I need Cap, at least even if he is going to die, like you're saying in your scenario, he has yet to say, Avengers, assemble. I need that. I desperately, Mm -hmm. desperately need that, especially after Josh Whedon spit in my face and had Cap say, Avengers, and then the Faded Black. I was like, dude, I hate you. Like, come on, man, you can just give me that one time? So I'm assuming the Russo brothers were saving that for, for this movie or maybe the, the fourth one. But I, I think Tony going, because of the guilt that he feels uh, and the part that he feels he played in the construction of everything that's happened, his death would be more impactful because he's always been the voice and the face behind the entire Avengers. So I think that would kind of strike more. Uh, i not saying that Cap's would kind of go under the radar. They would be affected, but it's like, all right, well, Cap left. for like, however long between Civil War to uh, Infinity War, Stark has been here. He's been taking the, the blame by the government, by the people, by the team. Like, he's had to with, withheld, you know, withstand everything. I think if Stark bites the bullet, it would affect the team and the audience a lot more than Cap. Because Cap, think about it. Cap is the guy we're all assuming is already going to die anyway. So it's like, all right, we're already preparing ourselves for that moment. But picture if Stark goes in that way. He goes by taking a bullet for Steve. Remember when Steve said in Avengers 1, you're not the guy that would uh, would take a bullet for someone else. Uh, The guy that would, you know, do you say step over the rope or step over the wire or something like that and start goes, I would just cut the wire. Just to see exactly. things come full circle. Things to come full circle start going, I am that I am a hero, and I died protecting you. That would just, to me, be so much more impactful. Because if Cap died, we already know he's just the, the standard hero. So it's like, I already died a hero, same way we thought Cap would always go.
0: Standard. The guy we
1: started off thinking was, all about himself so if he went dying a hero like that that would be so much more impactful but Eric you are the final decider whose theory stays, Leo's or mine
2: uh, Leo I'm sorry man I love you, you your your theory's great that listening to Juwan, I'm told I think it needs to be Tony
4: because
2: he's the one think about it though he's the one that caused the breakup of the Avengers, his actions, he feels responsible for everything, and for him to take that bullet and everybody watch him die in Steve's arm, or even get disintegrated, you know, and whichever way it happens, I mean, that's going to be the rallying cry of, oh man, he took it for Steve. This is serious. This, this, This proves, I mean, on top of everything else that's already happened, I, I got, I think that'll be what brings everybody together, and they're gonna go, shit just got real, and I, I gotta agree with Jawan, I think it's gonna be Tony. And
1: Leo, to be that's fair, okay. I will give you a chance. I will give you a chance right now, really quickly, to um, to uh, if you wanted to say something, to maybe. Uh, further your point to maybe get Eric to change his mind. I mean, honestly, man, like you almost changed my mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's okay. I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all have that one. <laughs>
0: oh.
3: well, I would uh, like to say, can that, you hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear like you. I would like to
3: say, uh, once again, You guys don't understand how I feel about you guys. You are the best. Thank you for allowing me to join in. Jay, great job as usual. I must be off.
1: Not a problem. Thank you for joining us,
3: Pop. Not a a problem. You guys take care. You guys are the best.
1: You too. Thank you for coming out. All right. All right. I'm glad, Leo, you you saw it uh, the way I was seeing it because there's just so many different reasons why I think Stark has to be the one that goes. But I wouldn't be shocked if it turned out to be Cap. Um, All right, so my theory I'm throwing out next is something I had a lot of fun with. Um, Movie will end with Nick Fury using the Time Stone to go pull Miss Marvel. Out of the nineteen, I believe it was Leo. Correct me if I'm wrong. The '80s that Miss Marvel is uh, supposed to be taking place in. Uh, yeah, '80s, 1980s. The '80s. I can see uh, Nick Fury like when all the the dust settles, um, and one stone is still yet to be found. Like maybe the you know the Avengers got it knocked out of Thanos' gauntlet, and they couldn't find it. Turns out uh, Nick Fury has it and he's using it to go get Miss Marvel from her time to bring her to this current time to help save the world. Because uh, Fury has worked with her before, so he knows how powerful she is and how she can be the one to turn the tide for the Avengers. And uh, to go with what you said, Leo, if they go the route of Cap dying, what better way to have someone fill in the Captain position than someone whose name is Captain, Captain Marvel? I think that'd be a perfect way for them to go have her lead the new team of Avengers. Uh, it'd be Ms. Mar- uh, Captain Marvel, um, Dr. Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I don't know. Probably the Hulk. Probably the Hulk. I think, I think I'm missing someone, though. But, uh, Leo, what do you think about that theory? Uh, definitely, because I – actually had a theory on my list that Captain Marvel will be the next leader of the Avengers. Her movie takes place in between uh the first and the second film. So I could just see that film ending with Nick Fury Fe- like like you said, Nick Fe- I didn't even think that's her, like Nick Fury being the one to approach her. But um her somehow getting in the Avengers movie. So yeah, I'm I'm hundred percent behind it. And I'm down for it. Great minds, man. That's that's what I learned from from doing this show with you guys every week. Is usually uh, we always agree on at least
2: uh, a few things. Um, Eric, are you with us? Oh my gosh, yeah. That was actually one of my uh, one of my theories was that she would actually step up and take the new Avengers. I went and said, you know, as, as far as the team, I like who you picked, but I think also Ronan maybe, might have a place in the New Avengers. Um, you know, when the New Avengers, the comic book started, and he was a part, when Ronan was a part of that, I think that'd be the, the nice little nod. But, um, yes, I totally agree. I, I And well, I, I, hope, I hope she does. I'm glad
1: you brought that up because that was something that, it wasn't a theory of mine. It was just something I was really hoping they gave us for Infinity War 4, if Hawkeye does survive, I want when everyone's kind of figuring out what they're going to do with their lives after, you know, they defeat Thanos. I would love for someone to ask Ronan, I'd rather call him Clint. Someone asked Clint, so what are you going to do? And he goes, I don't know. I was thinking maybe grab the family, maybe move to the West Coast, maybe get a team there. I would, I would Flip out. I would immediately just go, bena- I'd be the only one in the theater probably doing backflips and cartwheels just screaming. The idea of there being a Netflix series called the West Coast Avengers would literally complete every ounce of my life. Um, so that's what I'm really hoping for as, as far as Clint's character. If he does survive, I would love for him to kind of take a Netflix series since he won't get his own movie, let Black Widow have her own thing. Create a Netflix series where you're bringing in the West Coast Avengers, led by Clint, even if it's him as Ronan or him as Hawkeye. I just think that would be perfect. It'd be such a deep cut, um, and true comic book fans would just go
2: bananas. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you because as soon as you said the West Coast, I'm just like, ooh, I know where he's going. Hallelujah. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) Preach. Yes, (laughs) I love the West Coast Avengers. Uh, you know, that yes. that was a great team, and, yes, please, sign me up. All
1: right, perfect. Leo, did you have anything you wanted to add about uh, Clint possibly starting the West Coast Avengers for a Netflix series? Uh, the more, the better, man, and West Coast Avengers is one of my favorite comic sets, actually. I love, love Ronan, so, yes, please, yes. I think it might be a bit of a stretch, but if we can get it, hey, no complaints here. Well, listen, the only only reason it would be a stretch is if he died. I think if he survives, I, I don't, I think, because I look at it like this, and a lot of people say it's probably because these actors are uh, contractually obligated to do these films, so it takes up a lot of their time. Not many of them are doing movies, like successful movies outside of the MCU. Uh, and it could be because they don't have the time, because a lot of these films they're filming back to back, Um, You know, filming takes a long time. Um, So that could be the case. I'm not throwing shade at any of the actors or actresses. I'm just saying, you tell me Jeremy Renner would turn down doing a Netflix series, which wouldn't take up that much of his time, um, to do a West Coast Avengers. That would be so dope. And you would have the showrunner that did the first season of Daredevil, who's actually directing the new Pacific Rim, Steve D. Knight, I think is his name, have him come in, and be the showrunner for the first season of West Coast Avengers. I think that is totally possible. I think it's totally realistic. The only way it's impossible is if Clint dies. And then it, the whole idea of this gets thrown out of the window. But I think it is something that Jeremy Renner would look at and go, I know I'm not going to get a movie, so why not just take this Netflix series? Yeah, that'd be another place to go. I mean, that's a good street team to depict, and I think that's what these Netflix shows are good with? Yeah, and, and like I said, it because it, I, I think it's she hawk is on that team, but I forget the 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 roster of the West Coast Avengers. But I think um, I got it. Totally make a. Oh, you got it.
2: Name them yeah, all. Yeah, it's it's uh, Mockingbird, Wonder Man, Tygra, and Iron Man. But it was when Rhodey was Iron Man for Tony Stark. Even better. Even better.
1: You can have Roadie go, uh you can have Don Cheadle join Jeremy Renner. Be War Machine, not Iron Man. Be War Machine uh in the West Coast with the Avengers. Like have it be something that the government wants him him and Clint to oversee. Um okay. so they send them both west coast and you could still have that same team. And with that team you could still have a very grounded show. Um, you know, obviously most of them have – well, some of them have superpowers, but you could have it be a, a grounded show that works. Um, but, yeah, let's not take too much time up. Uh, Eric, I believe it's your turn for you to give us another one of your theories. We're at number three, so we have two more.
2: Okay. Um, this is uh, to do with one of my favorite actors, uh, Peter Dinklage, and what he's doing in uh, Infinity War. Uh, we've seen the pictures of him with the red hair. We know we know Thor gets the new hammer. We know that, or we're assuming that Groot has a part to do with it. Because if anybody has seen the pictures of the new hammer toy, you see that it, it looks like a a tree branch that is the uh, the the handle of it. Um, I think Peter Dinklage is definitely going to be one of the dwarfs and is going to help Thor create the his new axe-slash-hammer. Axe Stormbreaker. Yes, Stormbreaker.
1: Yeah, That's I That's my am, theory. I think, and I could be wrong, it, it came out a, a long time ago, it feels like, I thought they said Peter Dinklage was going to be Pip the... Pip the something, the fa- not fairy, but Pip to Elf or something along the lines of that. Um, so I, I could be it. I mean my my theory for Peter Dinklage is and will always be he's a watcher. Um I desperately wanted that, like as soon as as soon as I got him. But then when you saw him with the red hair, it was just kind of like that's probably not gonna happen. But when, when I think of Peter Dinklage, I only think of him for two roles. One Modoc. Into The Watcher. And it seems like he won't be playing either one of them. So that pipe dream of mine will have to rush. But, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. And it does look like Groot does use some of his, um, his powers. Uh, well, I'm sorry, not Groot. Groot Jr., thank you, uh, freaking James Gunn. Um, hmm. Looks like he does have a hand in helping create Stormbreaker. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on the idea of that theory. Leo, what about you? I'm sorry, can we repeat the theory one more time? I think I got cut off or something. Oh, man. no! It's so crazy that that, that keeps happening. I have you on my boards, and it, it's showing that you're right here. Um, Eric was saying his theory was Peter Dinklage's character um, is going to be the – Eric, actually, instead of me trying to
2: paraphrase, I'll just
1: let you repeat it.
2: <laughs> sure. Uh, that Peter Dinklage is going to be one of the dwarves that helped score construct Stormbreaker, because as you know, in the Marvel universe, the Thor, uh, the 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 dwarfs are kind of like the Weaponeers, The, yep. the mm-hmm. uh the guys who they're kind of like the, the weaponsmiths. Yeah, yes, they made and, they
1: actually
2: made Stormbreaker
1: in the comics too.
2: Right, and so he's we're going to get to see him make that. And there's a scene in one of the early trailers where. It looks like Thor is, is like, pulling all this stuff together or, or, you know, he's in this big press or whatever, and I'm just wondering if that all has to do with the making of Stormbreaker also. Very likely
1: could be because we know um, that Dwarf Star magic, I believe that um, he's going to need... Uh, all of Asgard got destroyed, so... Any elements from that he doesn't have anymore. So, yeah, I, I could definitely see. What was it? I think it was Pip the Elf or something like that that it was rumored that going to be? Pip the Troll. No, because Pip the Troll works for Thanos, I believe.
2: Mm. Uh, hang on. I'm, I'm reading troll. it right now. Um, but Leo will with
1: why he's looking it up. Oh, I'm sorry. You already have um. it
2: here? No, I'm reading. Go ahead, Leo.
1: Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Leo. Um, yeah, I can definitely back the theory. I mean, like you guys said, we're going to need all we can for Thanos. And we've also seen an actor, Thanos himself, Josh Brolin, play multiple roles in both Fox's Marvel Universe and Disney's Marvel Universe. Well, now the same universe, which is going to get kind of sticky if we're starting to do crossovers. Um but yeah, like I I can fully see that happening. Um, I would have loved him to be a watcher. I didn't even think about that, but he would be freaking perfect for that with a little uh-huh. bit of CGI. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. But I think yep. he. I think he. I always thought he was born to be a watcher. The same way I thought John Malkovich was born to be a, uh, uh Um But a man can dream. Looks like it'll never happen, but whatever. Um uh, Eric, you got any news on Pit Patrol?
2: Yeah, he uh he is if I'm reading here, uh, where Pip decided that following Warlock into the time portal set to change his future, he ran around with Thanos for a little bit, but Warlock basically saved him and redeemed him. But uh he also ran around with the Universal Church, which as you know from the during the relaunch, relaunch of Guardians in the Gal of the Galaxy in uh, 2007, they were a big part of that. So um, he he's bounced around a lot. I'm just interested he, to
1: see, I'm just interested to see if they'll use his character as someone who runs around with Thanos, or if he's someone that helps build uh, Stormbreaker, or maybe both. Because um, as soon as you said that, I'm like, wait, no, I thought Peter Dinklage was confirmed to be Pip the Troll, and I could have sworn that Pip the Troll uh, ran around with Thanos. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Again, they don't follow the comics; they they very loosely decide to do that, so Pip the Troll could be anything. Who knows? But Leo, I wanted I- to ask you. So we're putting we're putting that on the list. Yep, go ahead and put that on the list. All right. Let me put it on. And, Leo, uh, you can go. It's your go. This is going to be a far-reaching theory.
0: Uh-oh. But
1: I believe, and if not here, the next movie, we could be looking at an introduction to a secret invasion timeline. I am definitely backing the Nick Fury scroll, scroll um, theory very heavily, especially after you mentioned it, Jawan. I did some research. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I definitely think he died. And after watching Winter, Winter Soldier a couple more times, like I definitely think he was dead at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And if your theory is true, Nick Fury going back to grab her would create some sort of impact that would be almost like shocking. Like, holy crap, this whole time he was a squall, and this was all part of his plan to get everybody cramped up. So that the scroll invasion could possibly happen, I, and that will be a large scale. But that is the theory that I have for number two, you right? Me, number two spot. Yep, number two. Let me further your theory. Um, I could see not only Nick Fury being the scroll, but the reason he goes and retrieves Captain Marvel is he wants the scrolls. Want all the Avengers together. Um. To help defeat Thanos because they know that they can't. Because remember, we don't have the right to super scrolls yet, so it's just regular scrolls. And they know they can't defeat Thanos, but they feel as though they can defeat the Avengers. So if they can get the Avengers to defeat Thanos, it'll make their secret invasion a lot easier. Um, and you know, you could have it be to where whatever the Avengers are that die. You could have the scroll take form and just go, oh, no, remember when we used the time stone to restore things? I came back. You know, like, they could just play a lot of different things with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I listen, and I'll say this again. I believe it was me and Dane. We were preaching, uh, or me and Nick, maybe it was, um, on Geek Vibes Live. We were preaching the idea of Nick Fury as a, as a scroll, um, I want to say, maybe two years ago. Um, before like everyone just started running with it, uh, we were like he he definitely died like <laughs> and the scroll definitely took over. And the main reason we had that idea was we're huge fans of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and that was one of the things they did in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So I kept saying to myself, uh, Marvel, I don't think they would be, too. You know, it, it would be out of the realm of possibility to believe that they took a storyline or, you know, an idea from that cartoon. That had some of the best writing in, in, in cartoon history um, as far as how deep they were going with so many deep cuts of that show. So that was where I got my idea from. It wasn't just like I woke up one day and just pulled that out of nowhere. That was where I got it from. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Yeah, that is definitely deserves a spot on this list at that number, too. At number two. Um, Nick Fury possibly being a scroll. Um, Eric, what are your thoughts?
2: I love it. Uh, in, any kind of conspiracy theory, X-File, hoodoo, voodoo just makes the Marvel universe that much more badass. Pulling Captain Marvel and bringing her to the future, one, to unite the Avengers, but also if she had stayed in the past, she might have been able to put a stop to the secret invasion before it happened, and you know, this scroll is like, okay, so let's do this, and then we know we can take out the Avengers. It all works perfectly. I never really bought that Fury faked his death, that was too perfect. It, it, it was too, like, oh, I'm thinking. 87 steps ahead of you, almost kind of like Doctor Who. It was one of those, aha, but yes, I did this and this and this in preparation for this. So him being a scroll would be so freaking cool just to see him shapeshift one time, you know, and to see that green skin. And then, like you said, the Avengers that come back aren't the same Avengers that went away when they died, there are more scrolls, and yes please can we have a secret Avengers or a secret invasion story we need that and then you can slowly pepper it throughout all the other individual movies you know and really build it up to where when you get to Avengers 5 or 6 or however far you want to go down the road and then you can have the big final battle I think that would be a great a stepping X? stone. What's that? My bad.
1: I said A versus X.
2: Uh-huh. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Ex-
1: um, but, yeah, no, I, listen, I completely agree. And, Eric, um, I was sitting here like, oh, man, Eric's running into exactly what I was going to have as my last theory. Um but before we get there, I, I do want to say, um, Leo, I completely agree with you. That definitely deserves a spot, like I said, especially at number two, because uh, you know I've been on that bandwagon for a while. Um, yeah, so Nick Fury uh, is a scroll. Is definitely making it on this list. Now, my final theory for number one that is way out there, and a lot of people are going to say there's no way it's going to happen like that. Um, I'm going with my final theory. It's a two-parter. So, uh, bear with me. Part one of my two-parter, Thanos will die in Infinity War. And it will spark, if you guys remember the episode that I'm referring to of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, um, it was right after they defeated Loki um, and helped restore uh, all of Asgard. Now, that episode was the end of Season 1. It ended... With Cap going back to his room to receive a, a a transmission, only for us to find out he was a scroll the entire time. Yeah. Um, so I could see a scene to where they defeat, um, Thanos at the end of this movie, and you get a scene in the end credits to where it's Nick Fury. Um, you know he's leaving the Avengers after they, you know, they defeated Thanos, they restored everything. And then you get Nick Fury going into a room with maybe one other Avenger. And then he, and then he says, Thanos is gone. Now we, can, now we can enter the next phase of our plan. And then you see their faces change to green. And then they say the Avengers will be back in Avengers 4. And then that's when they release the title of the next Avengers. Avengers Secret Invasion. That is my theory, Leo. I will go to you first. What are your thoughts? Oh my God, I would love if that happened.
4: Like oh. I,
1: seeing the scrolls in the in the MCU is what I've wanted since <laughs> probably Avengers One. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Thanos is gonna die though. I mean, I almost think that they might be the next threat. For the next Avengers. The
0: I I, only I reason.
1: Can't... Only reason. I don't want them to be the, the next threat. For like Avengers 5 or 6. Is because I'm praying. We have the rights back to Fox by then. So then we can get the next major villain. To be Galactus. Like Galactus needs to be the next. Major villain. I feel as though if you get Secret Invasion. Kind of poured in a little bit now. Um, you can spend a movie on it. Get that out of the way. And then if we have the right, think about this. If we have the rights back to Fox, by the time we enter Avengers 5, think about all the villains you could have. You could have Silver Surfer as a villain. I know everyone's going to be like, but he's a good guy. You can have him start off as a villain. You can have Galactus. You can have Doctor Doom. You could have, um, I'm trying to think oh, of uh, Doom. Other, other Fox villains. Um, but there's just so many different villains you could, you could go with. Um, and to the point that you were making, when you said you wanted the scrolls since Avengers One, they actually wanted to use the scrolls, but Fox was being very greedy and wouldn't allow them to. They wanted to use the scrolls for that first Avengers film. Actually, uh, I heard that either today or yesterday. Um, but yeah, I want Thanos to go in this one because you'll you'll show the extent of his power, you'll show the extent of the stones, and then you'll have the Avengers come together, take him out, and picture this. Picture an Avengers team with the Guardians with at least three or four of the Avengers gone. And then you're having a secret evasion, the Avengers versus Scrolls, and it would match up perfectly because uh, Captain Marvel comes out right before Avengers 4. So you would fully know exactly who the Scrolls were right before entering a movie where they're the next big threat. Um, I don't think the scrolls are something you need to, to build out through numerous films, and then have come together in Avengers 5. I think that's what you should do for Galactus. Because uh, mm-hmm. think about it. Think about, like, all right, you face Thanos and beat Thanos. Where do you go next? I wouldn't say Skrulls be the next huge, 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 big. I'd say have it be Galactus. Because you have these guys like, dang, man, we barely beat Thanos. We barely beat the Scrolls. Now we have to face Galactus? I think that would be a lot, a lot better be a villain for Avengers Five. Have the scrolls be the villain for Avengers Four, because no one would see it coming. Not even the actual Avengers. Hey, I need a point. <laughs> <laughs> just, just my theory. Like I said, just my thought. But <laughs> Lee, I want you to finish your uh, what you were saying before I pass it to you, Eric. Um. Again, I just I feel like for Thanos to have such an impact on the Avengers team I just I feel like he's gonna have to last two movies I mean if they do bring the scrolls into Captain Marvel maybe they won't be the next big threat I wouldn't mind if they were but I feel like they have a bigger role than just Avengers 4 Hmm. okay no problem Um, Eric what are your thoughts
2: my problem is is that for the past you know Ever since the first Avengers movie, we've gotten the foreshadowing of Thanos. And if you take out Thanos in one movie, one, gentlemen, we all know that every internet critic is going to light up. Oh, they just made him too weak and all... Even if you show him being the biggest badass, they're going to say, Marvel just makes throwaway villains and they don't care. Well, I I mean,
1: technically... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. I was just going to say, well, technically, even if he does make it two movies, that would still make him a throwaway villain. Um, Because if you think about it, the only villain that's ever lasted more than one movie is Loki. The only villain, ever. Um, So, I mean, all of their villains are going to be throwaway villains. They're not really going to last that long. They're They're not how, like, villains last in cartoons or the comics, to where it's like, they defeat them, but maybe they, like, put them in, like, a galactic uh, prison for them to, like, break out in, in the next issue. And then they have to face them again. Like, Marvel kills off all their villains. Uh, it just, it, it's a matter of when. Um, so, that's why I said the reason why trolls wouldn't be that upset about Thanos going out like that is the way I, I, I put it to where it ends. And then you're just like, all right, so what is Avengers 4 going to be about? If Thanos is gone, are they going to bring him back? Is death gonna come back and bring them back? And then it's like, oh wait, Nick Fury and and Ronan and whoever is, is a scroll. And then you know the the ty- you know the uh the credits roll, and then it says the Avengers will return, and and then it you know is like uh, a space, and then it says Avengers Four: Secret Invasion. Like people would go, ban- they would go so bananas, it would take either like them loving Thanos just like so much. Or them not being a fan of the scrolls to really be that butt hurt about Thanos being uh, off in one movie. But go ahead, Eric Vince you your a fan.
2: No, I, I, again, I, I, I would just like to say on a side note, I would never like to face you in court. You're, you're one hell of a litigator. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I think you're right. I mean, look, a secret war, an Avengers, secret wars. Yes, absolutely. I, I I think you've got it set. You know, if, it it would be great if we got Galactus or, I don't know, who has the right to be eternal or the celestial? Because that's all, that's all Fox. Oh. Because, you know, the celestial would be. hold on, Disney bottom. Well, no, it, it's it, no, it's not
1: finalized yet. No, it's not finalized yet. That's why Kevin Feige said he's not even thinking about it. Um, And even if it was made official like tomorrow, you still wouldn't see any of those characters at least until after 2020. So that's why I said it'd be perfect to where, like, let's say it gets approved next year or or the end of this year. Then, uh, you know, next year is Secret Invasion. And then, you know, it's usually going to be three years before you get another Avengers film. Um, So when you do you could have whatever the movies are in between there, just hint at a new big bad, someone that, that you know, that's worse than Thanos. And boom, you get, uh, you know, you get either Doctor Doom, or you, well, he wouldn't be worse than Thanos, but you get a, uh, a Galactic. But yeah. the Celestials, actually, let me take that back. Those are those huge robot-looking things, right? Correct. The Celestials, actually, because I, I was wrong, we got in the first Guardians when uh, the Collector was talking about the history of the stones. Remember, they mm-hmm. showed a, a video of the Celestials just destroying something. Um, and that was the only time we ever heard of the Celestials. So I, 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 I'm actually uh, incorrect on that. Marvel does have the Celestials. We saw them in Guardians. But I'll double check that. But I believe we did see them in Guardians.
2: No, you're right. We did. I, and now that I think about it, you're absolutely yeah. right. We did see them in the vision. I mean, yeah. Do, do we think that that could pull a villain bigger than Thanos? Because now you're going back to the creation of the Marvel universe altogether.
1: See, I don't, I don't know, because if you're telling me they have the rights back, I definitely want the next. Huge, big bad, even if it's something that you're telling me you're going to build up to be Galactic, regardless. But if you're telling me that they don't have the rights, then yeah, I mean, the the Celestials would be really cool. Um, but if they don't have the rights, then I would side with Leo and say maybe the Skulls should be what they lead up to. Only reason I'm going with that is because I'm almost a thousand percent sure this year won't end without Disney officially owning Fox. Uh, well, not Fox, but Fox is right to those characters again. So that's what I'm banking on. Uh, that's part of my theory. That's what I'm banking on is that they'll have their characters back. But if they don't, I think the Celestials would be something I'd rather see the Guardians face. Not really the the Avengers uh, as as a like. I don't want it to be an Avengers five. I'd rather it be a Guardians
2: four or something like that. See that that that, that would be that that would be interesting. Um. Wow, I'm completely turned around now. We've talked about so many different villains here. Um, <laughs> wow. Man. Okay. So what? What was I debunking or approving? Because either way, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was my idea that uh, Thanos dies in three, and we get the end credit scene or end credit literally of Secret Invasion being what the next Avengers film will be.
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Based off what you've said and if what you're saying, and I've come to trust you when it comes to these things, you know, of when Disney gets the rights back, then yes, I would like to see Secret Invasion as four, have that as a quick jaunt, get that out of the way, and then work for... Don't forget, not only was it Silver Surfer, he had multiple heralds all across the galaxy. So you can have a herald interact with the Guardians of the Galaxy. You can have Silver Surfer interact with Earth. I mean, you can do a lot of different things to set up just how epically powerful and in-game Galactus B And then we can get the horrid taste of that stupid effing cloud from the Fantastic Four movie out of our mouth.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. That Galactus was horrible, man.
2: Like, if we, if, if Disney does a
1: Galactus, they better do him right. Because that crap was... Uh-huh. Oh my god. And he was... Talk about throwaway. They completely wasted. I honestly... I honestly think they not only wasted Galactus, they wasted Silver Surfer. I thought Silver yeah. Surfer could have been way better in that movie, which is is it makes me cry almost because they got uh, Lawrence Fishburne to do the dude, voiceover, and I was just like, yeah, this is perfect. That's the that's the best voice to get to uh yeah. to take on a character like that, and then they completely just wasted the character. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, guys! Come on, man. You guys couldn't have done this character, like, a little bit more credit? Credit to the character? But, yeah, I mean, you know, listen, just goes to show you, Fox, it's about time you guys lose the uh, the rights of those characters. Let let, let Marvel do what, what they do best, which is just make gems. Uh, uh-huh. and, and you guys just stick to Fox News or whatever else you're going to be doing Uh, when they get the rights <laughs> of those characters back. Because, you you know, I mean, a lot of people go, a lot of people say you can't diss Fox, you know, we got Logan and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. But how many mishaps did we have to go through before they got that right? Way too many. Uh, way too many. Fantastic Four, the last film maybe. was terrible. Horrible. God awful. I mean, you had scenes to where the cast looked like they didn't even like each other. Where she was mm-hmm. like, hey, what's your name? Reed. Oh, my name's Sue. Oh, okay. Like, that was just, like, so awkward. Like, who was the – it was just god-awful. So, yes, we need a proper – and let's not even uh, put this out of our minds. We could have, even though I I think they're going to go with uh, him being a uh, Doctor Strange-specific villain, Dormammu could come to play in uh, in an Infinity – not an Infinity, I'm sorry, in an Avengers film. Um, so I, I, wouldn't rule that out. That'd be a lot of fun to see Dormammu come out to play. Um, but yeah, so we all agree. A mystical Avengers agree? movie. A mystical Avengers movie. I'm down with it. Um, oh, I'm but so media, down with that. <laughs> I didn't get it clearly from you. Did you like the theory? And are you voting that theory in for number one? Me? Yeah. The, uh, the theory I had for, uh, Thanos biting the dust in three and secret invasion being what we get in four. Ooh, excuse me. All right. Well, I don't like Thanos being a throwaway, but man, Galactus, if that's what it takes to get Galactus in, I'm down. Cause wow, that would be (laughs) the best next step. And just how, how badly he got mistreated in fantastic four. Somebody's got to clean him up. And I'm hoping this Disney Marvel deal does go through for the simple fact that they will clean up a lot of mistakes that Fox has made, and it's just like you said, people are like calling out Deadpool and Logan. These are only in the last year, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. the last year. And, and yeah, well, we yet yeah, Days of Future Past and okay. A couple I of other that. good ones. Yeah, like like we've had we've had First Class and. The X-Men films were all right. I mean, I wouldn't go back and say, wow, I got to watch them over the, the rebooted ones because those, I, I believe, first class was really, really good.
0: Um,
1: all right. So the, the way rotation, I had this yeah. worded, the way I had this worded, so it, it fits more to what you're saying, is Secret Invasion for Avengers 4 with possibility of Galactus as the next big bad in Avengers 5. We can all agree on that. That way I'm keeping Thanos' yes. biting the dust completely out of it. So let me read the full list because we have finally finished. Uh, then I'll go around and see if you guys want to take anything out to put something else in. Number 10, we have Banner in the Hulkbuster armor. Number 9, Thanos uses his stones to revive Quicksilver, using him as a bargain chip to get Wanda to betray her friends and get the last stone from Vision's head. Number eight, Thanos will kill more than one Avenger. Number seven, movie opens with Thanos killing all of the Asgardians and having Loki bring him the Tesseract, but then kills Loki in front of Thor. Um, Number six, Thanos destroys the Nova Corps. Number five, Iron Man sacrifices himself for Cap. Number four, movie will end with Nick Fury using the Time Stone to go get Miss Marvel, Number three, Pit troll to build Stormbreaker with the help of Groot. Uh, let me write that in because I didn't have that. help of Groot. Um, number two, Nick Fury is a scroll, And number one, Secret Invasion for Avengers 4 with Galactus as the next big bad in Avengers 5. Uh, Leo, I will go to you. Uh, is this list set in stone or is there one out of this list that you'd like to take out? Um, I'd like to think that it's possible that we could see Thanos bringing a couple of villains back, like Red Skull. I don't think that he is done. Um, and the way so the Masters Captain, of Evil, yeah, I think he'd go the Masters of Evil route. Um, and I'm, ah, there's so many good theories on this. I don't know which one to take off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What was number ten again? Number ten was Banner and the Hulkbuster Armor. Uh, we can bump that one off for Thanos uniting the masters of evil. All right, Eric, you it was your pick for Banner and the Hulkbuster Armor, I believe. Um so you okay taking that out? No, 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 that Masters was mine. Of, that was mine. Oh, that was yours. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So then, Eric, um, are you taking that out to put in Masters of Evil?
2: Yes, because I want to see Red Skull again. Uh, he all right? I I love that character. I I loved it in the cheesy '90s Captain America movie with the Italian accent and everything. I love him in the comics, and I I love. Uh, he's a weaving interpretation of him. All
1: right, sounds good to me. And uh, it could definitely work because Baron Zemo isn't dead, so that'd be more of the one of the more easier ones to bring back. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see who fills that Enchantress spot, because uh, remember, there's a lot more to the Masters of Evil we haven't seen yet in the MCU. Uh, we got a glimpse at MODOK. Uh, or what could be Modoc going forward. Um, Red Skull, he just disappeared. Um, uh, Baron Zemo is still alive, but in prison. And that's really it. That's all we've got of what... Oh, and Scourge was made to be a good guy. So he's someone that I don't think Thanos would bring back to kind of, like, warp his mind. Um, oh, so it would be interesting to see, see who the terribly. rest of the masses... They did him horribly. Um so it'd be interesting to see who they would bring uh bring in as the uh the the remaining members of the Masters of Evil. Um but I'm with you. I I wanna see it, even if it's just those oh, I forgot, duh. They would probably replace um Scourge with Ultron. Uh but the only reason why I wouldn't want that is could you get James Spader to come back and voice Ultron? I don't know. I I don't know I don't know if I'd bet money on that. I don't know, I'm not sure. Because remember, Avengers: Age of Ultron is one of the more frowned upon MCU movies. Like it, it did well in the box office, but not many like critics weren't eating it up. Is is the point I'm trying to get to? So if I'm James Spader, am I? I don't know. Am I coming back for for that? I don't know. That's just my thoughts. He he could. I could be totally wrong. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're we're replacing that at number ten. Um, Masters of Evil. Uh. Thanos Reviving the Masters of Evil. Um, Eric, is there anything on this list? If you need me to read it over, I can. Is there any on this list that you want to take out to put something else in?
2: I've been slacking tonight. I haven't written the list. Can I have it one more time?
1: Absolutely. Number 10, Thanos Reviving the Masters of Evil. Number 9, Thanos Uses His Stones to Resurrect Quicksilver. Um uh, sorry, to using Quicksilver as a bargaining chip to get Wanda to betray her friends and get him the last stone from Vision's head. Number eight, Thanos will kill more than one Avenger. Number seven, movie opens with Thanos killing all of the Asgardians and having Loki bring him the Tesseract but then kills him in front of Thor. Uh, number six, Thanos destroys the Nova Corps. Number five, Iron Man sacrifices himself for Cap. Uh, number four movie will end with Nick Fury using the time stone to go get Miss Marvel. Um, number three Pip the Troll to build Stormbreaker with the help of Groot. Number two Nick Fury is a scroll and number one Secret Invasion for Avengers four with Galactus as an
2: and Avengers five. You know what? That is a really solid list. I. I can't think of anything that, even if I could think of something that I would want to pull off, I don't have anything that I think is better. I mean, I was playing Hmm. around with ideas of the multiverse being introduced somehow in all this, through this. But no, I think I'm going to keep it the way it is.
1: Okay, I have one wild and I mean wild theory. Um, that's just like so off the wall. You guys are be like, come on, Dwayne, that can't happen. Um, let's say, and what I'm going to try to take off is, uh, let me see. Um, Thanos kills more than one Avenger. Only reason I want I want to take that one off for the theory I'm about to give, because the Russo brothers kind of already told us that a lot of people are going to die in this movie. So it's a little redundant because we know. Uh, I guess you're being more specific saying Thanos is the reason that they're going to die instead of just the idea of just them dying could be by the Black Order or whatever. Um, I just think that's a little redundant. But first, let me give you my theory. I have a theory that Avengers 4 ends with the Infinity Stones scattering throughout space and time. Um, The Time Stone alters. Uh no, not the time stone, I'm sorry. Reality stone alters reality a little bit to where you see other other versions of Earth. And again, this is this is uh depending on Marvel getting its rights back from Fox. Uh it goes to one version of Earth and you see someone lean over and pick up that infinity stone. And who is it? None other than Jean Grey a.k.a. the phoenix, picking oh up the stone God. and harnessing its power. And then she slowly she looks at the stone and then slowly looks up at the screen. And then that's it. And then the next time we see that play out is when we get to Avengers 5, Avengers 6, I'm sorry, which will be X-Men versus the Avengers. And that's when that scene will pay off. That is the theory that I'm throwing out there I know it's completely insane, completely wild. It doesn't even fully make the most sense. But that's the theory I would like to replace with number eight, which is what we have, uh, Thanos
2: will kill more than one Avenger. Eric, I'll go to you first. What do you think? How do you read my mind? Normally my wife does that. (laughs) That, that's, that's That's almost word for word what I have when it came to the multiverse. You know? The thought of an Avengers X-Men movie, just, oh, yeah, baby. But Let's play. Let's show, you know, Cyclops versus Captain America or, you know, all of that. Oh, man, yes, I want this. Absolutely. And the fact that it's Jean Grey that picks up the stone just makes it even more tantalizing of all her power and everything, and to see her hold that cell, and then to just look at the screen, you know, she doesn't have to smile. She could just be looking at it in her hand. You know, her hand is in the foreground. There I go again, thinking as a writer, you know. (laughs) But her looking at that and looking at the audience at the same time, and then cut to black. Oh my God, do you know how many theaters would erupt after that? I would hate to think of the poor ushers having to clean that up. Because <laughs> that's popcorn everywhere, soda everywhere. I, I mean, you name it. Just everybody's going to go ape happy for it. So I completely agree with you, Juan. Th- yes, yeah, this has to make the. Uh,
1: I agree. I was even thinking I wanted her to hold it in her hand and you see her hand glow up and then you see her eyes kind of light up like the phoenix and she smiles oh, and then it just yeah. fades
2: to black. Mm-hmm. That
1: would just, oh my goodness. Just Whoever directs that Avengers 6 that I'm pitching, listen, if that happens, I gave you this idea. I, want, I don't even want money for it. I just want, I want to invite everyone for Geek Vibes Nation to the premiere of Avengers 6. That's all I want. That's it, and just a firm handshake from Kevin Feige. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, Hell well, yes. Uh, <laughs> what <laughs> are yes. your thoughts? Um, yes, 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 yes. Because I want to get to A versus X, man. Like that. Oh my God! If I get a scene where Spider-Man is fighting Colossus and magic, woo! I will freak out. <laughs> 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 it
4: was
1: like one of my favorite mm. Spider-Man battles ever. So yep. <laughs> yes, and just just how that would play out cinematically. Just imagine how that, how beautiful that cinematography would be. And, and and to make people even even crazier, that would be the first time we see the MCU's Gene Gray. It wouldn't be uh, the same one that we have from Fox Now. It would be because again Everyone knows or should know they will not use the same cast that Fox has. They will reboot the entire uh, X-Men universe when they get it, when they get it and they decide to do something with it. Um, but again, this is all hinging on them uh, getting that deal done. And I know a lot of people are going to go, but Avengers 4 has already been filmed in credit scene I'm talking about. This is not a part of the the actual movie. So this could be filmed at any time. Um. Again, I know it's super far-fetched. It, it's, like, super impossible because too many things would have to align. But if they did, this would be epic. Jean Grey, because we know her power uh, of the Phoenix Force, would be able to grant her the ability to be able to hold the stone without just, like, immediately dying. Um, uh-huh. So with the idea of that, Jean Grey bending over, like, seeing the, the, the sky open and this gym fall down, and she walks over, picks it up. You see her eyes glow. She looks down at the gym, slowly looks at the screen, and just smiles. That would make, like Eric said, poor – I feel sorry for anyone who works at the theater, because the they'd have to clean up a lot of popcorn and soda. People would just drop – and Jaws, because Jaws would definitely be dropping at the idea that. That would be so mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> – All right, so because we only have a few moments left, Let me take this out and put in our new theory. Um, Hold on a second. Avengers 4 ending credit scene being Jean Grey holding the reality gem. All right, guys. So I'm going to read you the final list and we can geek over the final list. Number 10, Thanos reviving the Masters of Evil. Number 9, Thanos uses the stone to revive Quicksilver and use him as a bargaining chip against Wanda. Number 8, Avengers 4 end credit scene being Jean Grey holding the reality gem. I don't know why I put gin. I don't even drink. All right, number 7, movie (laughs) opens with Thanos killing all of the Asgardians and having Loki bring him the Tesseract but then kills him in front of Thor. Number six, Thanos destroys the Nova Corps. Number five, Iron Man sacrifices himself for Cap. Number four, movie will end with Nick Fury using the Time Stone to go get Ms. Marvel. Number three, Pip the Troll to build Stormbreaker with the help of Groot. Number two, Nick Fury is a scroll. And number one, Secret Invasion for Avengers 4 with Galactus as the next big bad in Avengers 5. How are we feeling about this list, Leo? I love it. Absolutely love it, man. These are some of these theories I wouldn't have even thought of. Absolutely. Listen, if the Russo brothers, listen, if any of these scenes turn out to actually happen, you owe us money. Eric, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts?
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I love it to death. Just, God, yes, please. Um, All right. Just- That is,
1: oh, I'm sorry. No, I just, before the show ended, because I'm looking at the timer. That's all the time we have, folks, unfortunately. um, Thank you for joining us for Top 10 Best Theories about Avengers Infinity War. And we will see you guys next week for an even better Top 10 episode. We'll let you guys know what that is as the week goes. But thank you, and we will see you guys same time, same place next week. Thank you.
2: See y'all. Out.